Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Star Line by actor, director, car enthusiast, and country music fan. His feature directorial debut is a throwback to the 1980s horror flick. Two women find themselves in an abandoned camp in the woods with a book of magical spells in Shaky Shivers. We welcome director Sung Kang. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Sung, let's go beyond the mic. You once said, quote, A lot of times you do independent films for passion because you may even lose money doing one, but it doesn't matter, unquote. How did this script inspire you in directing your first film? And what was the biggest challenge? Well, I was looking for like a script for my director debut for a while. And I think timing really, you know, inspired or allowed, you know, Shaky Shivers to be my first film because, you know, we shot this film during the height of the pandemic. Right. And I thought initially my first film would be some coming of age drama, you know, some sad story about, you know, being an immigrant or something. Right. Um, but I just wanted to laugh, Sean, you know, and the writers of Shaky Shivers, Aaron Strangoni and Andon McAllister, their ethos of why they created the script really, you know, resonated with me, you know, number one, they just have this love affair for 70s and 80s, early 90s practical effect creatures in the films that we grew up on. And number two, Andy, one of the writers, had an eight or nine-year-old daughter at the time, and he wanted to share his love affair for practical effects from these movies from his childhood, but they didn't want to scare the bejesus out of him. <laughs> so he, you know, he created these wonderful characters that you know, thematically it was something that I used as my North star is that, you know, it's okay to be comfortable in your skin. It's okay to not be the most popular person in town. As long as you have one partner in crime, you're good. You know, you're good. And I, and I love that about the two characters in Lucy and Karen in our film. And so, you know, that, that, that's what inspired me to do that. And then the timing, you know, like, pandemic everyone is suffering everyone is in the dark place let's get together with some old friends and new friends and go laugh together you know and 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 live our hollywood dream right so that's how it came about how did making this film change the way you see as an actor and is this the beginning of more directing for you absolutely i i you know i you Shaky Shivers was also a test of like is this just like some phase i'm going through right and I think, you know, the frustrations as an actor, especially being an Asian American guy in Hollywood, you know, I took a lot of stuff personally, you know, because I, I'm in the business of no's. Like every day somebody tells me, no, you're not good enough. No, this part's not for you. But being behind the camera and going through the casting process and looking for, you know, the right actors to fit the roles in the film, it was so challenging, Sean. And I didn't know it was going to be that difficult. I mean, yes, we had a lot of, you know, wonderful actors come in um, and they could do it. But then, you know, I realized, you know, an actor and the character in a film is like a tailored suit opposed to a suit that you take off the rack. You know, anyone could put a just a, you know, off the rack, you know, jacket on. But when it's tailored, you're like, that thing fits perfectly. Yeah. And I knew that from early on, it's like, we were not going to have resources to put in front of the camera. We did not have that kind of money. So I had to lean on the performances. It's just really, you know, the only thing, you know, 
that could really allow this movie to work and shine. And um, because I realized like how hard it is to actually you know, find the right performer for, you know, a role, it, I was able to step away from it going, yeah, you know, I, I shouldn't take rejection so personally. It's hard, you know, it's hard to be told no, but it, it did help me, like, give me perspective, you know. It fits. So, Director yeah. of the Shaky Shivers, Sun King, joins us beyond the mic. And it's time for the Rocky Day Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Sung, there is no pressure. What was your first car and you still have it? Uh, first car, Dodge Monaco. Uh, no, I do not have it. You've been part of two amazing franchises, The Fast and the Furious and Star Wars. What's the franchise that needs you next? Uh, Freddy Krueger. That's cool. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> What's the first car that is your holy grail and would do anything for uh, I would say the 68 uh, Mustang Fastback from the Bullet movie. Oh, growing up, I always wanted a Fastback. I had a, had a Mustang, but never had a Fastback. How about a favorite director that influenced you? Steven Spielberg, Goonies. Song, what's the love of a dog mean to you? Oh, that's such a tough question. Everything. I mean, where are they? Deji, come here. I'm sitting here taping this interview. Where and, they go? <laughs> and my dog is right here. What's your favorite type of pizza? Uh, Hawaiian pizza, pepperoni with, yeah, Hawaiian with the pineapple. Come here. Well, speaking of Hawaii, Hawaii is where you go to when you are broken and your soul needs healing. Where in Hawaii do you love to visit? Uh, I like Honolulu, you know, Honolulu, it just, it, it has, it has Hawaii and it has, you know, enough city for me. You know, I, I, I need a balance of both. Yeah. Son, what's your favorite film festival? Uh, film, uh, favorite film festival. I'd say TIFF. Toronto, yeah. We'll sneak in one more with Sun King beyond the mic. Which horror film did you rent on VHS the most with your friends that influenced Shaky Shivers? Oh, the, the most. Uh, American Werewolf in London. It's time for one big question with Sun King, director of Shaky Shivers beyond the mic. How did the SAG strike over streaming residuals resonate with you? And how has it changed the way you see your art? Oh, you know, the residuals issue with the strike is so dear to me because you know i know what it means to be able to lean on the residuals so you can qualify for your medical insurance sean i mean for sag members to qualify and their families to qualify to get health insurance every year you have to make like i think now it's like thirty-three thousand plus right and look there's what 1600 i think uh, 160,000 SAG members and only 5%. Um, and I, I and don't quote me on the exact numbers, you know, make over 33,000 a year, right? So only 5% of our union makes that. And, you know, I was able to lean on the residuals, you know, during those times where I was not working because you know, you, you need that, you, you need that to qualify for the health insurance. And, you know, my, my wife, you know, she, you know, she, she was sick, she had cancer. And if I did not have those residuals to like, you know, help me qualify, like uh, we wouldn't have been able to get the health care for her. And, you know, I don't know where we would be now, you know what I mean? Where she would be now. So it is so important for these residuals to like stay intact. I mean, from what I heard, residuals that I would get 
that were like $1,400 for the year, right? Because I did some guest star on a network TV show. Now, maybe it's 40 bucks, right? So how are you going to maintain, right? You know, how are you going to maintain if you have a bad year, right? So it's so important. It's so important. He wants a 68 Mustang fastback, loves his dog unconditionally, and wants you to watch his directorial debut, Shaky Shivers. Sun Kang. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate your question. Love talking to you. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic Shortcut.